Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. God is great and God is good. We know it's true. We may have even sung it as a table grace, but do we really believe that he's also kind? Annie F. Downs is a best-selling author, a speaker, and a podcaster who spends her time highlighting the goodness of God. But she came to a place of knowing God's goodness, trusting in his power, but sometimes wondering if he is really kind, deeply, always kind. She asks the tough questions and gets the hope-filled answers in her latest book, Remember God. What a treat to have you here today, Annie. Thanks for your time. Oh, Ryan, thanks for having me on. I'm so grateful. I noted your tweet a couple days ago marking the book release day, and you said, quote, I'm limping, but I'm blessed. Can you, yeah. can you unpack some of those emotions as a writer that sort of sees this quest come to a fr- fruition, as it were? Yeah, it still feels that way. You know, I write about it in the book that that Jacob never stopped limping. You know, like we don't have any like he only limped for the first three weeks after he wrestled God in Genesis. But but he also had a massive blessing that never stopped either. And and so much of my journey and experience and remember God is about coming around the idea of embracing the limp and the blessing and not forcing it to be one or the other. And I still feel that, Ryan. Like, I mean, the book's been out for a couple of, like, uh, right at two weeks. No, one week, two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right around. No, one week. Sorry. <laughs> it's been out for about a week. And um, and it is, it, it still feels to me. It's not one of those books that I was ready for people to have all the stories. And, I, I mean, it all still has emotion attached to it for me. And so, And so I still feel like I'm limping a little bit. But I also recognize that I am uh, really deeply blessed. Uh, that's beautiful. And of course, uh, we're blessed to be able to see a lot of books and to read a lot of books doing the show. And I just wanted to give you plaudits too. There is no subtitle on this book. You went subtitle list. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I did. You know, I just decided we, we played around a lot with it. I, bet, I, I mean, most people who don't write books, probably don't realize how many times book titles change. It's very rare that you walk in with the book title and that's what sticks. Really? Yeah. I mean, I bet, I bet this book had 10, 10 different titles and subtitles. And, and when we, and all the time it had the, the, it had the words, remember God, either in the title or the subtitle. Hmm. And, and as we just got, as I got farther in the writing and as we got closer to what I thought was actually going to be the book, I went, okay, we literally, if I, if, if something happens to me after this book comes out, if I get scooped up by a pterodactyl and you never hear from me again, I want people to remember God. That's what I want them to remember. And so I didn't need a subtitle because really I'm saying everything in those two words, like remember God, like don't remember me. Don't even remember who you were told God was as a kid. Remember who God actually is. Remember him for who he really is. And, and I needed, I needed to title it that for me as much as for anybody. 
just out of curiosity, before we get into the meat of the book, just how active of a fear is that for you that a pterodactyl will be sweeping down on you at any moment? So here's the thing, Ryan. I don't ever want to make an example of like, if I get hit by a bus and then get hit by a bus tomorrow, because then that's going to be terrible, right? I mean, the book would sell like crazy, but I would also have been hit by a bus. And so I don't ever make, I, I don't ever want to use an example that's a, that could possibly end up happening to me in the next 24 hours after your readers hear this. So pterodactyl scoopage is probably low on the actual happening list. Uh, that is brilliant. And I cannot, I cannot argue with that logic whatsoever. So give us a sense of where this message does come from then, Annie. Uh, how do you begin to enter this season of considering God's kindness specifically? Yeah, so it's really interesting, Ryan, because most books I write, either I go into the writing process going, here's exactly what the book's going to be about, and it'll change shape as it goes. But I either think, here's exactly what the book's about, or the publisher has said, hey, we would love a book about this particular topic. What do you think? And I'll write it. But with this one, I I didn't know at all what my next book was going to be about. And my agent and I met up in California. I live in Nashville, but we met up in California And we were outlining, the plan was to brainstorm and outline the next book. And I said, yeah, let's do that. But actually, we just got here. I I just got back from a trip to England and Scotland and had the most profound experience with God. And I want to tell you, can we just go walk on the beach and I'll just tell you what happened. And and there were other parts of my story that were kind of like um, running in the background that I hadn't really invited her into before. And so I was like, I need to tell you this. I need to tell you this so that you will understand why this experience was so profound. And by the time we finished walking for an hour and a half and I told her this story, she says, okay, that's your book. And I was like, no, that's my life. That's not my book. Those <laughs> are different. Um, and, and she was like, no, you are in a journey that a lot of people walk in and with different details, but asking the same question, is this God who we have known for years, really who he says he is? Is he actually the kind loving God that he says he is, even if we have not experienced that? And so that's, that's what I wrote. And, and so of course, right. It was so funny. Cause we would like, we went back to the Airbnb and I was like, I'm not writing that book. It's way too personal. And she was like, <laughs> okay, but, if we outlined it, where would you put certain <laughs> things? And, and okay, if we titled the chapters and, and let's just think about, and then at the end, I was like, you're going to make me write this book, aren't you? And she was like, yeah, it's the right next book. I was like, sure, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> that is the voice of Annie F. Downs, a best-selling author, a self-proclaimed loud laugher, and a national oh, speaker. Yeah. <laughs> especially when it comes to pterodactyls, her latest book, right, right, Just Unleashed, is called Remember God. Because of the generosity of Annie's publisher, uh, we do have three copies of the book to give away. And if you love a chance, you can enter the drawing just by going to myfaithradio.com, look for On the Road, and send us a note right there from that page saying, hey, please send me a copy of Annie's book. And if you're a winner, we will. <laughs> now... Basically, we have known this truth that God is kind, you know, ever since we started reading about who he is in the Bible. We know it's true, yes, but but truthfully, it doesn't always feel that way, right? That's one of the, that's one of the real poignant sort of hearts of the book. Can you take us inside that? Yeah, you know, the thing is, it's just hard. It has been hard for me historically in my life to reconcile when... God describes himself as something in scripture and I don't experience him as that. 
right? And so it just started to feel like there were these times, Ryan, where I felt like, um, uh, you know, when a, y'all, you know, this out in South Dakota way better than I do, but you know, when a, um, a, an, a lake is frozen over and it starts to split and the two like ice masses start separating. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to feel like my understanding of God and what the Bible said about God was one of those. And, and my actual experience of him was another. And for a long time, I was able to straddle both and, and circumstances in my life, prayers not being answered and professional goals not being met. And uh, they all started to kind of separate the two masses of ice to where I couldn't stand on both anymore. And I was like, okay, either God is kind or he isn't. And I've got to figure it out because otherwise I'm going to fall in this frozen lake. You know, (laughs) I'm not, I can't stand on both of these anymore. Hmm. Well, that's really well said. Well, there's in, there's sort of this dichotomy too, right? Because we know that he sees the big picture, which is a skill that we don't have, right? I mean, we are only able right, to see right. what is right in front of our face. How did that reality sort of impact uh, where you were before you wrote this book and then the journey of of healing, the journey of discovery that began? That You phrased it perfectly. It's the reality. Right. It's, it's the reality of who he really is that we have to cling to and have to hold on to and cling to is such a Christian word. But, but you know, that, that really, I, I have to live, um, like he is who he says he is because he is. He just is. He, it keeps being true that he is exactly who he says he is. And so, um, and so for me, that, that journey looks like really digging into my own story and digging into my experience and the scripture, inviting people in and, and starting to look for him and really look for him to be, it's almost like the glasses you choose to wear. You can eat uh, for a long time. I wore glasses that, that everything I saw through them said, God disappoints me. And every experience was, man, I'm so disappointed. And, and it's true. I mean, that, that didn't stop being true. That's kind of the limp part, right? That you still don't get everything you want. Nobody has everything they want. (laughs) But, but then when I switched my glasses to this, like, I don't have everything, but I want, but God is really kind. I started seeing everything like that and it is, it's really changed my life. And it hasn't, I mean, I, I want to be really clear. This isn't a Pollyanna story and it hasn't made everything easy. I mean, I, I cried this weekend because there are things I want that I don't have, but I recognize that in that God is still kind. There's a centerpiece of the book, too, which I can't resist asking this early in the conversation, which is one of the discoveries that you make is regarding a board game of shoots and ladders. How did this happen? Okay, so it's a I mean, I I like playing board games with my friends, kids. So I'm single. I don't have any kids, Um, but I love my friends, kids. They're like some of the joys of my life. I had no idea how much fun it would be when my best friends started creating like miniature best friends for me, I had no idea. It's just the very best. And so I was playing shoots and ladders with one of them a couple of years ago. And Ryan, you're going to love this because this story is in the book. And I used the kid's real name. He gave me permission. His parents gave me permission. And he's been going around our hometown and anybody who has the book, he circles his name and he signs it next to his name, which I think is so hysterical (laughs) that he's like become this hometown celebrity because he beat me at shoots and ladders. But I, I realized as we were playing shoots and ladders that day and he was winning 
And I was getting really upset and I couldn't figure out why I was having such strong feelings. But the thing about shoots and ladders is that it is so um, by chance. You can roll a six, the biggest you can roll on a, on a dice and end up at a, at the bottom of a ladder and get to climb 50 squares, or you can end up at the top of the ladder and go down 50 squares. And it's all by chance. And I felt like my life started to look like that, that I was playing on the same, you know, game board as all my friends. And it was like God was just rolling the dice. And some of them were hitting ladders and I was hitting shoots and I could not understand. And I was so frustrated. And that really kind of started this journey of like, oh, is that actually how God set up the planet? Are we all competing with each other? Or, or is there a better way to look at this? And, and I think there's a better way. You had another descriptor, right, too, in the book, which it's more like another board game. Am I remembering that correctly than it yeah, is? Yeah, no, it's and more ladders? like solitaire. Boom. Yeah, it's it just more like solitaire. If we were, if the, the actual truth is that we each have been, have been dealt this deck of cards in front of us. We've each been dealt this hand. And what you do with your hand is how you win at life. It has nothing to do with my hand. And so, in fact, the better thing, and, and this comes really true for me, professionally because when my when remember god released in october about five of my friends released books on the same day and so then your option is are we playing shoots and ladders and we are competing or are we playing solitaire and i should do everything i can to help them win their game and so if we're playing solitaire and i think we are what the best thing i can do on book release day is talk about everybody else's books too because them winning does not mean me losing. If they win, so do I, because they're my teammates, right? And they're sitting across the table from me with their hand of solitaire, just like I have. And, and every part of our lives could be a card on that. Your, your marital status, how many kids you have, where you live, what you do for your job. Your unique hand is so different than anybody else's. What does it look like to play your hand really well and help other people win at theirs too? There's a lot of freedom in that. Thank you for that. That is a wonderful, wonderful world. Uh, it's such a better way to live, too. It's so much more fun. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, I was trying to say wonderful word, and I said wonderful world instead, and I, I started hearing the strains of that song. And actually, I think that kind of yeah. works, too. So it, it really does. Yeah. <laughs> who, sang, who sang that? Now I'm trying to remember who sang the song. I'm going to try to remember that by the end of Opening for a TV show on TGIF back in like the early 90s. Oh, it absolutely would have been too. You're absolutely yeah, right. I can't remember, but that's what comes to my mind first. That's <laughs> okay. so funny. Annie F. Downs is with us. She's a best-selling author, the self-proclaimed loud laugher, and, and a national speaker. Her latest book, Just Unleashed on the Populace, is called remember God. And we do. I love that. Unleashed. I, I'll take that word. Let's go out there. I'm not going to lie. I kind of picked that word with thinking that you might like it just with the very little that I know of you. It seemed like you yeah. might appreciate the word. I do. I really like it. Thank you for using it. <laughs> Anytime. Hey, we have three copies of the book to give away. And all you have to do to sign up for the drawing is head to myfaithradio.com. Look for On the Road and then just send us a note saying, hey, please, please let me win Annie's book. We talk about uh, wrestling with the uneasy sort of middle ground of, of no and not yet when those are the responses to dreams that we have. 
You write about yeah. this uh, extensively. You say something which is remarkable. Your quote is, sometimes the kindest thing we can do for each other is just sit with each other and just be in the pain. I thought that was so powerful. How do we, yeah. how do we sort of have the presence of mind not to try to solve the problem in that moment, but just to be there? Right. And I think that's, that's been really true in my life is I kind of tend to be the friend who will swoop in and bring a casserole and like tell you it's going to be okay. And, and sometimes that's exactly what we need to do. And other times people just want us to like sit on the couch with them and feel sadness with them and not try to necessarily fix things. But instead to really share in their pain with them. Like when you go back and read the new Testament, so many times people would mourn together, you know, like Jesus would show up at someone's house to, to heal somebody or raise them from the dead. And there would be a crowd there mourning. And we just don't do that anymore. At least not after like the first day of sadness. Um, but I, I've seen in my friend group that when my friends rally around me and in my sadness, it, it is so moving and important to me. And, and that's the kind of friend I want to be for people too. And I think that's who Jesus is. I think he does way less like fixing our sadness and way more sitting in it with us. There's an interesting sort of additional point you make alongside that, which is that sometimes we feel the pressure to have an answer. Sometimes like that's part of having a faith in Jesus is that of course, if we know Jesus, if we're in a relationship with him, we should have the right answer, but that's not really the case at all. Right. 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 I mean, I feel like, I don't know about you, Ryan, but I feel like the longer I've done this faith thing and, and I am, uh, I've been a believer since I was five. So for 30 years plus I've been really truly in some sort of journey with God. And I feel like, uh, Annie today knows way less than Annie did 10 years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> I have way more questions and way less answers and yeah. way more peace that that it is okay. In fact, my friend Jonathan Merritt says, I think sometimes God shows up in the questions more than he shows up in the answers. And I'm experiencing that. And so and so I don't feel this need and and you know this from the book, I don't feel the need to tie up the end of the book with a beautiful bow or to or to make almost I don't feel the need to defend God and make it why and explain why it's okay that you don't have everything you want. He he can handle our disappointments and sadness that actually point in his direction. Uh, and I, I experienced that too. I love that. And, and you had another line just alongside that point in the book, which is he's not asking us to protect his reputation. Right. I thought that was marvelous. Don't you feel like as a Christian, we have to do that. All I have friends that aren't believers and they'll ask me questions and times I have to go, yeah, I can tell you why I feel that way about that or why that's, what is in the Bible. And there are other times I go, right, that's terrible. And I don't know why that's the way it is, but it's just terrible. And I don't have the right answer. And, mm -hmm. Or if you're, you're praying for somebody to meet Jesus that doesn't know him, every move you make doesn't determine whether they get saved or not. God, God draws them to himself with his kindness. And so the best thing we can do is live open and honest and love our people so deeply. You know, Bob Goff has a great book called Everybody Always. What does it look like to love everybody always and let God defend himself and let God be the one who deals with the people we disappoint and let God be the one who, who draws people to his own self and to his own heart. So obviously this message is not coming together in a vacuum. As we talk with Annie F. Downs, the book called Remember God, brand new, just across the fruited plain. 
this year you have really talked about as being a year of remembering the ways that you have been loved and have been seen by God, remembering his faithfulness to you, even when there were those things that hadn't turned out the way you'd anticipated. Can you paint yeah. a picture of, of sort of how those reminders were really brought home to you in the past year as well? Yeah, you know, it just ended up being in the most interesting, unique, uh, different than I would have dreamed up ways of, you know, because you always think like, if God's going to answer my prayer, and I'm going to be happy with it, here's exactly what it's going to look like. Uh, One of the things that comes to the front, and it's not often that, and one of the things that comes to the front of my mind is, I didn't plan to be single and not have kids in my 30s. I thought I'd be married by now, Mm -hmm. and have children. And on my birthday last year, I really wanted, like, I, I woke up thinking, this isn't the life I picked. Like, this isn't the family I've been asking God for. And this isn't like, this isn't what I wanted. And that afternoon I ended up doing like a, 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 my friends with children. We, we have like a little crew of friends who have between them. There's about 10 or 11 kids, five and under. And, and they, we all got together and had a cookie cake for my birthday. And we took this really sweet picture that's me and all the kids. And when I see it, I see how God has answered my prayers. Like that is an answered prayer that there are children in my life who love me and celebrate me on my birthday. It doesn't look like I thought it would, but I remember who God really is when I experience his, his answers to prayers that I have been praying for a long time, even if it looks different than I thought. I want to give people a chance. We have about four minutes left, Annie. The time has gone pretty briskly, but I want to give you a chance to talk about something which is just phenomenal. Uh, Following you on social media, uh, your podcast is one of the most uh, enlightening and simultaneously entertaining things that I've seen. Uh, And I want you to talk about the podcast a little bit. Tell us what it is and who you highlight and then how we can find it as well. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. It's really fun. I mean, it's doing what you're doing here, right? Where where you take your friends and er, introduce them to your to your friends, <laughs> right? Like that's kind of one of my very favorite things in my real life, and that yeah. is what I do on the podcast. It's called That Sounds Fun, and it's called That Sounds Fun because there's an author named Ted Decker, and four years ago, he his team said, "Hey, do you want to interview Ted?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course. I'd love to talk to Ted Decker. I'm a huge fan." And they said, "Okay, well, where do you want to release it?" And I was like. Oh, I don't know. Do you have someone to release it? <laughs> They're like, not really. And they and the woman said, "Have you thought about starting a podcast?" And no kidding, Ryan. I said, "Well, that sounds fun." And so literally, I was like, "Okay, does anybody call their podcast that yet?" Nope. Okay, so I'll call mine. That sounds fun. And and really, what we do, the show comes out Mondays and Thursdays, and it's usually forty five minutes to an hour, and it's me bringing on a friend of mine that is doing something that I think is cool, and introducing them to my listener friends. And we do all sorts of people. We, this week alone, we have a, a Christian author. We have, next week, we have Tim Tebow, football player. We have baseball players. We have musicians. We have um, Broadway stars. This week, we have the two stars of the traveling Broadway tour of Wicked. Hmm. And, and so it's just, it, it, it genuinely is like, if I think it sounds fun, I want to introduce my listeners to it. And so it's either real life friends or people that I wish were my friends. <laughs> so that's awesome. if we can get people on that I wish were my friends, that's so fun. And it's just, I mean, it's, it's everywhere you want to listen to a podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, um, Stitcher. It's all the places that you want to listen to a podcast. And it's just called That Sounds Fun with Annie F. Downs. 
Well, I love how humble you are, too, with the Tim Tebow name drop. You're like, you know, just in case you don't know who Tim Tebow is, he's a football right, player. Right, he's That's a football nice. player, right? Well, actually, <laughs> we should probably say, like, he's a baseball player. That's right. He's, some, a, that's right. he's a New York man. <laughs> he does football commentary on the side. But, yeah, and he went to Florida, and I went to Georgia, so it's a real contention spot in our friendship anyway. So I'm like, eh, everybody's allowed to make one bad decision, right? So him going to Florida can count as his one bad decision. <laughs> Annie F. Downs, a best-selling author, self-proclaimed loud laugher, national speaker. The book we've been talking about uh, for most of this feature interview on the road is called Remember God. And with just a few moments left, if people want to learn more about you, if people want to get a copy of the book, where's the best place to start that journey? Yeah, I mean, truthfully, Ryan, you know this about me, but I'm like embarrassingly easy to find. I'm the same everywhere. I'm Annie F. Downs, F as in fancy, like Reba McIntyre sings. Annie F. Downs everywhere. That's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's all, my website's AnnieFDowns.com. And uh, Remember God is available at all your favorite bookstores. I usually start at my favorite local bookstore and then check a Barnes & Noble and then check Amazon. It's going to be anywhere you, you want to get a book. You'll be able to find Remember God. And then one more time as well, uh, because of the generosity of Annie's publisher, three copies of the book to give away today. You can enter into that drawing to win when you head to myfaithradio.com. Just look for On the Road, and you can send us a note from right there. And early, we have 30 seconds left. Earlier in the interview, we accidentally started quoting the song, What a Wonderful World. The artist yes. is Louis Armstrong. There you go. Well Ooh. done, Ryan. You and your Googling. I'm very impressed. <laughs> It was such a treat to talk to you today, Annie. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really grateful. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com.